This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 116 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Enjoy today's tip. Happy New Year, everybody. Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. It's going to be back on the regular schedule now. We'll be back with you five days a week, Monday through Friday, with the tips of the week. We have some great experts lined up for this year. We have some new ones coming on board, and yes, we'll be having some more Western ones. We've had that request from some of our Western listeners, and we are listening. We're listening, and we're hearing, and we're trying to get those lined up right now. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, you'll start to see some Western tips coming on board. In the meantime, we still have our large stable of experts that we're drawing from to give you a different tip and a different topic each day, something new, something exciting. I want to thank all of our listeners, too, because this show, uh, last month in the month of December, became our most listened-to show on the network. uh, Stable Scoop has always been number one, but this show actually went beyond Stable Scoop. Now, it should. It's a daily show, and Stable Scoop's only every week, but I'm still impressed that uh, everybody's listening and seems to be enjoying it, so that we we hope to continue that for you in 2010. Of course, it's an exciting year here in Lexington, Kentucky in 2010 with the World Equestrian Games coming. We also do the 2010 radio show, which is the game, or the show about the World Equestrian Games, so don't miss that over at 2010radioshow.com. Well, today we're very excited to have with us uh, somebody that has been on a couple of times, and her name, name is Sinead Halpin. She is an eventer, and she excels in the training of young horses and bringing those with talent successfully through the ranks of the sport. She is an ICP-certified trainer with, with the USEA and is one of the original board members of the Professional Riders Organization for Eventers. And uh, she she is actively bringing on new students at every level and accepting clinic dates across the country. And she's just a whole lot of fun, Sinead is. So we're going to get to Sinead's tip right now. Here is Sinead Halpin. Well, hi, Sinead. Welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. We appreciate you joining us on a regular basis here. It's always fun to chat with you. It's always fun to chat with you even when we aren't actually working. (laughs) I know. We have to set aside two hours for all of this just so we can catch up. You know, I hope to meet you in person someday. We've never met in person. And maybe it uh maybe I'll get up the plantation field and we can we can say hi. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It'll be a good time. Cool. Well, what do you have for us today? Um, well, I thought today we'd talk a little bit about walking your cross country course and, and the cross country is, is one of the most fun parts of three day eventing, but it also carries sometimes the most stress. Um, being in the warm-up area at cross-country, uh, <laughs> the level of anxiety is, is through the roof sometimes. And a lot of times it's because we're not totally prepared and maybe we haven't gotten, when we're when we're in the warm-up, we don't feel like we've got all the information right or we're a little nervous about one jump or, um, you know, and, and I try and figure out a way so that when I get into the warm-up, I feel like, okay, job done. I feel like I've already ridden through my course in my head. I've got it. I've got it sorted. So I just thought I'd talk a little bit about a way to get to that point in your head so that your warm-up area is is literally that. You're just going out there to have a walk, trot, canter, and, and go out and do your job, not not zoom around at 100 miles an hour freaking out. <laughs> okay. As a horse husband, um, uh, I have walked cross-country courses a few times with my wife, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's – uh, 
how many times for a show will you walk the cross country course? Well, it really depends on the on the event. It really depends on the show. Um, I would say genu- generally, for most people, you should probably walk it three times. Um, if you're going to a large event like an FEI competition, sometimes you'll walk that course close to five times. Um, if you're doing a one-day competition, uh, for a lot of us that have multiple horses, maybe a novice horse, a training horse, a preliminary horse, a lot of times you'll skip around the novice course one time and the training course one time, and maybe you'll pop out the morning of and just check out a complex or something you wanted to see again. Um, it really depends on your comfort zone. <clears throat> but what I would normally say is three times. With your, with your three times, what how, how I would set it up is, is your first time around your course is, is for your general impressions. Your first impressions, basically, do I like this course or do I hate this course? Um, that that cross country walk can be, you know, if you're if you've got some friends around or you've got a group of you that are doing, you know, all doing your novice competition or your training competition, that's one where you go out there and it's kind of stress free. You're just hopping around the course, so you can say, oh, you know, fence number five or fence number six. I'm not quite sure what we're going to do there. But you come away with a general impression, whether the course is quite hilly, um, if it's quite flat, if there's one particular complex that you really don't like that you have a lot of questions about. Um, But you don't add a lot of stress to that. When you walk up to that fence number five, you kind of look at it and go, oh, I don't know about that. But you don't get fixated on it. You just go, okay, I'm going to walk this again later. I'll figure it out then. But this is just you kind of getting to know your course. Um, the second time I would go out on my course, I would go, I would go with my coach. Basically, I've already been around the track. I already have a couple of questions in my head and you either find your coach, your, your regular coach that is hopefully there with you. And if not, make sure that your coach has put you in touch with somebody else, a professional around that can walk your course with you, um, just to give you some pointers and make sure that you're jumping everything the right way in the safe way. Um, when you go out with your coach is a time where you, you can have friends and family come along with you, but they just need to be aware that this is kind of business, 45 minutes of business time, and they're more than welcome to come and listen, but this is a time for, for you and your coach to really get in there and figure out the knit and grit of the course and the beef of the course. Um, so there's not going to be a lot of, of conversation back and forth. Um, so that's sometimes interesting for friends and family, and sometimes that's the one the friends and family want to stay out of because <laughs> there's just too much talking. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> of course, husbands should stay um, out of that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and in there, you've got a lot of people some, that'll walk around with their notepads and write everything down. And I think it's all right to write down keywords or have you know certain things in your head that you know at this water complex that normally you take you take one too many checks. So you've got to make sure when you come around the turn for your water water jump that the thing that goes off in your head is forward or kick or keep coming. But not necessarily writing down as I pass the tree on the right, I'm going to put my leg on and then four strides later I'm going to take a check and then five strides after that I'm going to kick. Because it's cross country and normally things don't, oh, you know, they don't always go according to plan. And number two, all of that information is just going to stress you out. <laughs> it's just, it's not, you're not going to retain it. Right. So it's, it's, it's just... important to have key words at certain jumps, but, but don't overload yourself with, with information that your, that your coach has told you. Okay. Good. That's good. Um, yeah. Um, simple is good. Um, and the third time, what I always, what my, my favorite course walk is the third course walk is the one where I just go by myself. Um, I've already, 
I've already walked it once. I've already walked it with my coach once. I've already hopefully gotten most of my questions answered. And this is a time for me to go out either the morning of the competition or the, or in the evening before I ride first thing in the morning and just spend some time at each of the jumps. And whether that is my first fence may be quite, you know, it might take me two seconds. I know I'm just going to come out of the box and I'm just going to jump that fence. But as I'm walking it my third time, I do that in my head. I visualize myself just jumping that jump, what speed I'm going to jump it at, what balance I'm going to jump it at, and my line of approach. Um, then I might get to a water complex or a coffin complex, and it might t- I might sit there for five minutes just going through it in my head, just visualizing it in my head, already jumping through the line in my head. If this happens, what, what, if I jump in a little quiet, if I jump in a little forward, and then the way I, I would ideally like to jump through it. And that walk can sometimes take you the longest time. Um, but that's, when you leave each complex, you want to feel like, okay, I've already jumped that complex, and now I'm moving on to the next one. Um, and that really is, to me, the crucial course walk. Um, that's where it all gets done. And when you go into your warm-up arena, that's always a conversation I have with myself walking from the barn to the warm-up arena is, okay, I've already jumped through this course in my head. I've already, my, my instincts are already there. I already know what's going to happen. And so now I'm ready and I'm just going to go in and warm up and I'm going to go out there and, and have a clear mind and just react to what happens on course because right now I've already jumped it. And, and that sometimes is the easiest way to just get kind of quiet in your head, go have a trot around and go jump around your course. Right. The whole visualization. That's yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. That's All huge. right. Great. And you've walked a few cross country courses in your time. <laughs> I have. If only you could figure out the ones you were going to complete or the ones you weren't, because I've walked them a lot, like five times when I've gotten to like fence four. And I just thought of all the time I had wasted walking when I was only <laughs> going to get to fence four. <laughs> there's a reason that you don't see any, uh, you, there's a reason you see very in shape eventers when you get to your level. It's, it's, it's not from riding yeah. the horse, it's from walking the course. <laughs> from walking the course. I know, exactly. <laughs> and to preserve the footing, we can't take motorbikes or anything else there anytime it's all on foot so that's right <laughs> we see it a lot well Sinead I know people can find you actually we have built a page for you on our website at horsetipdaily.com and they also can find out more about you on your website and it's sineadhalpin.com and that's s-i-n-e-a-d halpin.com where did that name come from anyway <laughs> my mom <laughs> yeah I knew that one okay well, let me rephrase that how did your mom come up with that name anyway <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm being this smart. Um, my parents are Irish; they're straight off the boat. Oh, really? Um, so my yeah, yeah. My mom's Bernadette, my dad's Eamon, and uh, my brother's Gregory. So they came over to Ireland. Um, I guess when my brother was about one. Yeah, they're all. My brother and my mom and my dad were all born in Ireland, and I was born in Texas. <laughs> That's why you don't have that so accent. <laughs> I know. I try to fake it every now and then. It doesn't work. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's very—it's a very common Irish name, but you don't—you don't find it a lot over here. No. It's, yeah, I, I, you're the only one I know. So <laughs> yeah, it's been pronounced several different ways: Sinead, Finhead, Finiad. It's fine. <laughs> I imagine your school must have been horrible. <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> I still have nightmares. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> my kids will be named very, very normal names, like it's Sarah, Sally, or Jane. Sarah, Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. John. Know, Sarah, one, two, and three. Exactly. 
<laughs> well, thank you, Sinead. I appreciate you being on today. We also wanted to mention that you're part of the PRO, the Professionals Riders, the mm-hmm. Professional Riders Organization, which is something that uh, we really support here at the Horse Radio Network as well. Yeah, yeah. We've just got a you know a group of people, a group of professionals together that are just trying to take the sport forward, just trying to get spectators and sponsors involved and some some outside people. Um, involved in the sport telling them what eventing is and that it's actually something really fun to come and come and watch so you can check that out on professionalriders.org online um and and uh yeah come see what we do all right check it out at professionalriders.org well thanks to Sinead for joining us that was a lot of fun she's always so much fun to have on the show as a matter of fact you know most of the guests we have on the show are that much fun I just enjoy doing this so much it's the coolest job I keep saying it's the coolest job in the world I get to talk to really cool horse people for a living it's kind of fun well we thank you again for for listening in and uh, I wanted to remind everybody about the Amazon thing if you're going to buy anything from Amazon over the next year or whatever, whenever, if you're going to go in and buy toothpaste or toothbrushes or electronics or whatever you buy from Amazon, stop over to Horse Tip Daily first and click on the banner in the middle of the page. It doesn't cost you any more, just an extra click, and we actually get a, a, a little bit of a kickback from Amazon for anything that you buy. It helps support the Horse Radio Network and keeps these cool shows with all of these cool guests on the air. So it sort of sounds like PBS here, but uh, but it's true. So if you like our programming uh, and you're going to buy something anyway, we're not asking you to do anything special. We're not asking you to send us money. We're just asking you to click on a banner in the middle of our page at horsetipdaily.com. Click on the Amazon banner before you buy that Amazon product, and then we get a little bit of a kickback, and we appreciate it. If you want to send me any feedback, we love emails. You can send them to Glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. So we'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone.